Hey guys, well, we are super excited to announce that we're on CastBox now. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, and it does have all your favorite podcasts, okay? Okay, you can still listen to Dumb Gay Politics wherever you get your podcasts, but we just want you to try CastBox. We literally hate every single other podcast provider, as you guys know, and especially the main one, and you know which one we're talking about. And we're super excited that we're finally on CastBox because we think it's the best. So try it. Uh-huh, it's all shit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast a dumb gay political podcast Ooh, it's all shit it's all shit Ooh, it's all shit it's all shit i mean are we gonna die i don't know I, I, you're extreme i am extreme it's all shit uh uh this shit is bananas b a a a a a s this shit is trumpas t r u m p a n a n a s what? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we are talking about the week in reality TV. <sighs> Why are we even doing a podcast this I don't week? know. <laughs> we should have just taken the week off after the Bill Browder episode. If anyone, if this is your first time here, or if it's your first time... In a long time, or if you just checking in, turn this off immediately. Go to last <laughs> week and listen to mm. the Icon episode with Bill Browder. Because right. this shit we're about to do, it's just uh, regular weed, honey. It is regular, regular weed. Regular weed. Yeah. Regular weed. That was really cool. That was cool. Um, he's so interesting and smart and brave. And um, I don't know if he was proud of it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, he didn't retweet it. I guess we're lucky because we don't really need Putin trying to kill us. So maybe he was protecting us. Yeah, maybe he was. You know what I mean? Maybe he was. He was looking out for us girls, you know. But I we will not stop in Scrunchy 19. There are people that we we want on this on this podcast. Yeah. And we are going to try to get them. Yes, we are. So Bill Browder was just the tip of the iceberg and. Um, that was really cool. So we got some gifts. We sure did. Now we got a box of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and from Devin Brana. And I don't know if Devin wanted to keep it a secret. But that I haven't seen you <laughs> delighted like that in quite a while. So that was very exciting. You opened that box and I'll, I didn't because I wasn't standing next to you when you opened it. And you opened it and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and like. Yeah, it's Devin. I love it so much. It's Annie's mac and cheese. It's the assorted kind. We all know where you get the white kind. Mm -hmm. And then you get the regular mac with yep. the yellow mac and cheese. And then you get shells. The, the shells with that are yellow. Yeah. And it's that thing. And it and it's two of them. I know. I kind of want to make the shells tonight. I mean, it's so good. <laughs> we we eat it at least two times a week. Yeah. And it's I Devin did not include her name. No, we had to we had to sleuth it out. Sleuth it out and on the weekend and boxed came through. Oh. It came from the store called Boxed, 
Which I got to say, again, Devin, the gift that keeps on giving, I've been eating that bitch's treats still <laughs> yeah. from the thing we got in Austin. Yeah. Um, uh, and using the essential oil mixture and the diffuser oh, to give us uh, energy. Oh, I mean, yeah. yes. So, so kind and loving. Mm. But this place boxed. I like to shop online for common home goods. Mm-hmm. I want to order hand soap. I used to go to this place oh. called drugstore.com. Mm-hmm. I would get miles. Mm-hmm. You, I'd literally go through the American Mileage Mall. I'd get the miles. And I would get like seven miles a dollar. And I'd be like, you best believe I'm get, about to get Q-tips, deodorant, <laughs> hand soap, uh-huh. Lysol. I would oh. get every single thing you get at the drugstore. And I would get seven miles a dollar. And it would come right to my door. Oh. And I would not be playing around with crowds, parking, losers, lines, tools you're in my way you're hovering i need to get to the neutrogena you're fucking hovering mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and why is there a man in the aisle if it's not johnny it was me exactly <laughs> and so drugstore.com though left and they kind of did like i think they might have merged with like walgreens.com mm. and walgreens just doesn't have the selection they don't they, no, just don't they don't they just don't online it's just not happening so then I would start doing oh. Amazon a little here and there, uh-huh. but Amazon is obviously evil. We're going to get more into that <laughs> later in this episode. Uh-huh. And to see this, this, the selection on Boxed, it's even grocery shit. It's grocery shit. It's food. The thing about drugstore.com is they never had any food. So it's not like a thing. You can literally just go on there and do your shopping and they'll send it to you. I saw Q-tips. I saw <laughs> lots and lots and lots and lots of food. It is the business, Devin. It is I the business. Q-tips. Amazon can fuck right off. We all need to, again, we're going to get into it, but we all need to find alternatives. I want to let you know that I was searching for um, books. I wanted to see what would happen if I looked for certain kinds of books online because I told you I was interested in the founding fathers. Yes. So, <laughs> um, so I decided, I was like, well, how am I going to do some research? I'm going to have to like look for a book. So I was looking. Amazon, 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 Amazon. Nothing wasn't Amazon. And you have to, if you want to get any book outside of Amazon, what I did was I, was, I looked founding fathers, Barnes and Noble. Yeah, you have and to. And it's the only way you can do it. They've monopolized even the search for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm surprised Google even. Well, again, we're going to get into it. But Devin, it was a gift in more ways than one. We recommend Boxed. And God knows she's probably like, well, little did I know that cost $100. But I don't know. It's a heavy box. We don't know exactly. It said first delivery free. But I'm going to do it because I don't like leaving the house. So um, then we got a gift so sweet from Megan Canali. We're thinking that's how you I mean, say her last name. Yeah. We met her in Austin. Mm -hmm. She was in a DGP shirt that she made. (laughs) And she said she had T-shirts for us. Yes. Um... But she like had to get into her Airbnb, so she forgot the shirt. Right. She had two seconds. She had she just forgotten, which was also funny. And then, (laughs) so so I gave we gave her yeah oh yeah our one of our shirts because we had the merch there. Yes. We're just very 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 real. Yeah. We're real. It was a real (laughs) show with real merch. Uh So we gave her a shirt and she said that like she thought that was so sweet. And it's like, I mean, of course she's getting a free shirt. She made a shirt. Right. Um, And she was a total hilarious angel and said she was drunk, too. So you got a Judge Julie shirt. Yeah. And I got uh, you look weird. You gonna be weird. And it's giving you um, uh, they have a rainbow on the sleeve, which I love. And they're giving you um, 
They're giving you that look like it's giving um, you a seventies, yeah, like yes, bad news bears, yeah, yeah, type yeah. of shirt, which I love, very cute, yeah. Um, now also in the in the thing was in the box was pictures from the show, mm-hmm. and I just want to let you know, Megan, every single picture from the show was fucking hideous. <laughs> there was an issue above, which was uh, there was a disco ball mm-hmm. above us, right. Which I guess we had originally thought was the move. The disco ball is casting light. It's kind of, it's kind of, I'd like to call it a fat light and also making my hair look terrible light. It's, it's my it's, face awful light. It's highlighting body such terrible light. Weird. Like it'll go across my lip and make me look like I have a hair lip and some. <laughs> <laughs> of course, all the ones that were put on Facebook by my actual high school friends. I was like, that one? It comes across Instagram and I'm like, I look like I have a full hair look. I am so glad I'm off of Facebook and any of that. No. I don't want to know about any of the pictures and that I'm are on like, there. Who saw that? And it looks so weird. The only, and I mean, my hair just wasn't happening. And I guess apparently neither was yours. But <laughs> oh my God. The only picture that doesn't look hideous and insane are these ones with Megan. Uh-huh. I mean, as far as the light is concerned. Right. Like, so, Megan, thank you for that, because yeah. I was just like, every picture from that show was such a wash. And she sent us pictures from being on stage. That was nice. Wrote us the nicest card. Yeah. Nicest, nicest card. And did say, I want to say that it's, she said, it's been a shit year for me and my family. And one of the only things I look forward to for the past 12 to 18 months um, is like a, is a new DGP episode in Patreon. And she drove like four hours to come see us. I know. Thank you so much. That is so nice. And thank you for this box. And there's candy. I didn't even like, I like revisited it and was like, oh shit, there's all candy in here. I'm going to take that. <laughs> and there's like face masks and stuff. And just it was really sweet and thoughtful. And you yeah. totally didn't have to do that. You know what? All we expect is that you join the Patreon <laughs> and drive four hours to come see a show. Presents aren't necessary. Oh, that's right. And for anyone who's in Washington, D.C., that is our next um, stop. We don't have a date yet, but it's coming. Think, it's coming. Well, we think it's going to be in June, Probably. Right? Mm-hmm. So get ready. Is that the tri-state area? No. No. Um, we are also, um, I think it's not, the, the ink hasn't cleared. However, we have been... We are in negotiations to do a live podcast at the National Women's Music Festival in July, and that is in Wyoming, Wisconsin. 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 Wisconsin? Yeah. National Women's Music Festival, so check out and look for that. So that's in July. So early July, July 4th through the 7th. And then D.C. is coming in June, so get ready. Yeah, and if, so what is in driving distance of D.C.? Um, Philadelphia, um, Maryland, Delaware, Pennsylvania, New York. Um, yeah, exactly. Virginia. Um, so get ready. And DC is, if you haven't been, DC is so fun and it's so fucking fun in the summer. That's mm. when we went, we had the best time best, best and it's best, definitely best. destination like New Orleans. And even though yeah. it totally fucking sucks that Trump's president, when you go, <laughs> it's also kind of tacky too. Yeah. It's kind of like just going to like the tacky white house. Yeah. And I mean, do it, go to the white house, by the way, you'll make your trip and you won't even get to go to the white house. We got, we practically had to suck 10 dicks just to get in there. <laughs> and I there was no way I wasn't going to get in there with Obama. Yeah. Um, but you, it's, it's completely like DC is, is magical. I love it there. So we're really looking forward to that. And why don't you tell them about the Patreon? If, cause we're really, really hitting you guys up for the Patreon. <laughs> tell your friends, tell your friends and fam, <laughs> um, www.patreon.com slash dumb gay politics for $1, $1, $1. You can get a new 
um, episode that's not politics. That's just like weird. And we're talking shit. We're just talking to each other. We're, you know, you just we're just talking. We're just talking about stuff. Now, this week's is not good. The last two weeks have been (laughs) terrible. (laughs) But there's some good ones. There's a lot of good ones. And even the ones that you don't think are good are still good. And um, yeah, if you just want to keep on listening where we're just not doing really politics, that's the that's the move. That's the place to go to patreon.com slash dumb gay politics. It's just one dollar an episode. Someone talking up into your face. Yeah. About whatever. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's always different. And you always we're here for you and you won't feel alone. That's right. Because We'll be with you. Mm -hmm. Whether you're working out or you're in a waiting room. I do it all in my bathroom process. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's my most, um, that's my, my time for like Howard Stern and like podcast usage is in my bathroom. And I would think about you. Well, definitely in the bathroom. Yes. I also, um, I was just thinking like, I'm going to go for an MRI. I will, would love a podcast in that situation. If I'm in a waiting room, if I'm in, like stuff like like you know where yes. you're going from those kinds of things if you're going to a doctor or you're going to your whatever or you're going yeah. to find all that kind of stuff i love we're usually on the phone when you're in waiting rooms that is true <laughs> um but bathroom for me bathroom time is howard stern news all radio yeah that kind of thing if i take a if i'm driving i would put that on i'm trying to get a yeah 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 if i'm dry like a long drive at home if when i'm cleaning i'll do it Cleaning is good. Yeah. Um, if we're usually on the when phone I'm driving when we drive. from, that's we're true. Usually on the phone. But if I'm driving in the morning from my place to yours, yes, that is a good time for me to have on something such as yes. Um, yeah. So I wonder. I think people probably do it on their commute. Commute's perfect time. Yeah. But the Patreons are evergreen, really. So yeah, like, whereas can... there's a lot of really sweet angels who we've heard from that have said that they've gone back and listened to like all of the podcasts. We got a really, really sweet email um, from this girl who said she went back and listened to all the podcasts Yeah, and like these ones and these ones really aren't evergreen. Like you're going <laughs> right. back into like right. us talking about like ding dong, the witch is dead uh-huh. and shit. Right. So with those um, and that's only been on, I guess a year and a half, but um, those, those you can go back and, we're just same old douchebags talking the same old shit. <laughs> like a never-ending circle of shit talking. You know? The circle of shit. Well, let's, you know, there's nothing like just not feeling alone. Just feeling like you're a couple pals talking about whatever. Yeah. And it really does fill the time. And it, like, I will listen to... Sometimes I'll just listen to us if I can't talk to you. <laughs> How about that? Exactly. And anyone who has sent us messages, and there have been like a few people who have sent us really long, detailed, heartfelt messages. I want you to know we get all of them. And sometimes I don't, I don't, we don't read them because like, you know, one girl said that she like, like recently lost or she lost her mother in 2014. And also Aaron, we want to give, you know, a shout out to Aaron Marks. He said he lost his mom. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it feels like maybe we don't really have permission to read those or mm-hmm. they feel so vulnerable moments from someone that um we don't read them because we don't know if we can right so if you want us to read it you should put on the end like p.s please read this (laughs) or you have permission to read this or something but Mm -hmm. 
But usually when you send us long, really sweet, supportive ones, we're like, we just keep it for ourselves, right? And yeah, our hearts. that's right. And we read them to each other and sometimes shed a tear. That's right. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get to Eye of the Shitstorm. Mm-hmm. Take some shit. Put it up on the wall. Check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some buck, put it up on the wall. All right, so this week, the shitstorm started blowing when Trump's campaign manager, Paul Manafort, went to court for his sentencing. But the shitstorm really hit the shit fan when the judge only gave him four years. The prosecutor was asking for 20 Four years and the motherfucker got 47 months. If you can put your sentence into months. Exactly. You're fucking fucked. Like you're a child. Um, she's 47 months old. <laughs> That's basically how much time Juicy Joe got for fucking tax evasion. Like straight up. And they sent his goddamn wife to prison too. Mm-hmm. And now they're deporting Juicy Joe. And this fucking traitor, Paul Manafort, who admitted to illegal foreign lobbying and money laundering gets the same sentence as Joe Judice. Like, it's just, I don't, Paul Manafort is a literal traitor. He does dirty deeds for other countries like Russia and Mm -hmm. Ukraine Mm -hmm. over here in America, and he gets paid for it. That is his literal job. Yeah, yeah. That's what he does for a living. Like, the most shadiest, grossest um, countries, he he does their dirty deeds here in America, their dirty work. Or makes, and even like what he did in Ukraine with the, the horrible dictator there and you remember when we watched that thing and they were fighting against that lady who then gets put into the prison and they tried to poison the other guy paul manafort was helping out with that well people aren't having it honey they're not having it they are pissed off at this judge and this country and rich white men with expensive attorneys now here's a little rundown of what happened okay we'll play this clip pouring in this morning as Paul Manafort got a much lighter sentence than he faced under the federal sentencing guidelines. In brief remarks in court Thursday, Manafort asked for compassion but never expressed remorse. That's something the Virginia judge noted, but that judge also added that Manafort has no criminal history and has, quote, lived an otherwise blameless life. As the White House tries to turn the page, Democrats are crying foul. A stunning fall from grace. Once President Trump's campaign chair, Paul Manafort, now a convicted felon, sentenced to nearly four years in prison, wearing a green jumpsuit and in a wheelchair due to complications from gout, Manafort asking for compassion. The last two years have been the most difficult years for my family and I, he said to the judge. To say I have been humiliated and shamed would be a gross understatement. His attorney speaking out overnight. What you saw today is the same thing that we had said from day one. There is absolutely no evidence that Paul Manafort was involved with any collusion with any government official from Russia. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff calling that a deliberate appeal for a pardon. Manafort had been facing up to 24 years in prison, but the judge calling that excessive. Uh, It's an extraordinarily lenient sentence. I think I spent more days in detention in high school. I'm really ticked off about this. One of my friends says, we have a criminal justice system that treats you better if you're rich and guilty than if you're poor and innocent. Manafort, convicted of financial crimes, including tax and bank fraud, served on the Trump campaign for only five months, stepping down because of growing questions about his business dealings in Russia. Since then, President Trump has tried to distance himself. You know, he worked for me for a very short period of time. But more recently, praising Manafort for not flipping on him. 
It's very sad what's happened to Paul, the way he's being treated. The president taking a very different tone toward another former ally, Michael Cohen, calling him a liar and a rat because he did flip. On Thursday, Cohen suing the Trump organization for $1.9 million in legal fees, saying the organization broke its promise to pay his legal bills once he started cooperating with prosecutors. All this amid new scrutiny over this comment Cohen made to Congress last week. I have never asked for, nor would I accept, a pardon from President Trump. Cohen's lawyer, Lanny Davis, acknowledging to NBC News, Cohen did at one point direct his former attorney to explore possibilities of a pardon with President Trump's attorney. But Davis insists that does not conflict with Cohen's congressional testimony because Cohen is no longer cooperating with the president's legal team. Michael Cohen lied like a dog. That's what he did. I wonder if Michael Cohen would take a pardon or not. I me too. And you know also I mean? and he's saying like like it's almost like as if he woke up from some Trump coma and he's like, "Wow, Cohen. what was yeah, what was I thinking?" And right. it's like, "What do you mean? You did it for <laughs> so long. You knew exactly what you were doing." Yeah, I'm uh, yes, he knew what he was doing and he also did stuff for his own self and he was uh, he knew that he was being shady and then he's loyal for so long and he's realizing now that Trump is not going to do anything for him mm-hmm. and now he's pissed. Yeah. So now it's like he's, do you know what I mean? Right. Well, that's what it is. It's like now he's like, oh, I've woken up. You're all going to be screwed, too. But here's a little uh, information about gout, which apparently he has. Yes. Which when I think of gout, I think of like seeing some man at like the grocery store with like one giant foot (laughs) that I'll be like, whoa, or like a hand hanging down. That's like huge. Well, you know that gout is called the king's disease. Okay, because kings have one big giant hand. Well, because the that King Henry VIII had gout. I'm going to read to you what it says on this this website. Okay, gout is sometimes referred to as the disease of kings. This is because people long have incorrectly linked it to the king, the kind of overindulgence in food and wine only the rich and powerful could afford. In fact, gout can affect anyone, and its risk factors vary. So the but that's the thing with why King Henry VIII and stuff because it's but generally it's like obese and blah 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 like however food and alcohol however they there's other people who have gout too and they so i looked for like the most famous people with gout jared leto has gout <laughs> that is so random and he's not obese uh jared leto age 45 is an actor best known for movies like blah, blah. leto developed gout like foot pain after gaining 60 pounds for the film chapter 27 uh, okay. in which he played the role of mark david chapman yeah blah 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 i remember um, that and then now it says like, it most classically affects the joint in the base of the big toe. Because of the arthritis for some reason. And I don't know why the toe. And your toe's like, Pfft. Yeah. Because it becomes huge. Yes. Becomes and you can't huge. walk. Whatever joint blows up. The fact that Paul Manafort is sitting in a wheelchair and he chose gout as his fake disease. Exactly. Is so... It just the... I, it's, I, such I, a, it's such a... <sighs> It can be, if you don't have the big swollen appendage, it's really a mystery disease that somebody uses so they don't have to meet up with you. Like, oh, my gout's flaring up. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Because it's my foot. I can't walk. Right. Whatever. And it's arthritis. It's basically arthritis. And God knows it, you know, and it is painful. But motherfucker just got gout. Yeah. And had to go to trial and had to sit in a wheelchair and now wants leniency and is looking all pathetic. And he's, and he's been humiliated beyond oh, measure. Oh, he's been humiliated beyond measure. It's like, not for nothing, Jesse Smollett, douche of the century. Oh my, goodbye, Jamal. <laughs> okay. Bye, Jamal. So fine. 
pretended to get beaten up, sent a stupid fucking letter. Beyond. I mean, okay, okay. But ultimately, and yes, the resources of the police and all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, outside of that, no one got hurt. No... No, no, no. One, no society was affected with, you know what he I mean? He didn't steal anything. He stole nothing. This person has been stealing money for over 10 years from not just from our country and not paying taxes, but taking money from full dictators and helping dictators. He's lobbying. It's illegal. He's hiding foreign bank accounts. He's money laundering. Right. Straight up. Admitted. Yep. Guilty as charged. Yep. Guilty, Your Honor. Like right. he admitted it. Yep. All of the above. I constantly think about this. This is why he's horrified, if you want to know the truth. Okay. Because he can't dye his hair. <laughs> and you see, you see in the mugshot, mm. the the yes. the gray roots are oh, coming. Oh, I know those gray roots. And then in the in the drawing, because yes. there was only a drawing of the green jumpsuit. Because you can never... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet the green jumpsuit's pretty tight. I love a yeah, prison jumpsuit. Yeah, you must jumpsuit. like that. I love it. And I've yeah. never seen a green one. That's probably the, I guess, for rich whiteies. And the, yeah, that's just got to be minimum security. Mm. He's up in there with old fucking. Bernie Madoff. Yep, with Bernie Making Madoff hot selling hot chocolate and shit. <laughs> right. They're, together, they'll come out and be like, we've got a new hedge fund gone. <laughs> yeah, we've exactly. got a new hedge fund. Yep. He has his his roots, but in the in the drawing of the court, <laughs> uh-huh. it's long and gray, honey. Oh. The pompadour mm-hmm. is still in effect because mm-hmm. he's got like a. He's got a puffy type of hair dude yes. going on. Well, I'm quite sure that he and his lawyers have worked out a way for him to look as pathetic as possible. And, and then he will get the hair dye for the next four years. Oh, in once the he's in prison. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to get that take. He's going to get that put into the I hope he gets um, cornrows put in. <laughs> I hope he gets straight cornrows <laughs> with that long hair. He gets the hair dyed black and gets some cornrows. Um, <laughs> that's. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And he'll he go that. on like MSNBC like, yo, yo, girl, I got one year, one more year in the penitentiary, girl. I got my one more year in the penitentiary, girl. <laughs> and that, me and don't Bernie let him turn hot. Yeah. You know don't even let him. Don't let me write him a letter. Just like, let me holler at you. Mm. <laughs> now, um, I mean, the judge mm. said that the reason the sentence is so small, because people are coming for the judge. And they should come for the judge because the judge is the one that said that he has lived a basically um, crime free life. Or whatever. The whole man's life has been a crime. And the last 10 years have been actual crimes. And not just crimes. Like, he's a fucking traitor. Yes. He needs to be taken and thrown out of this yeah. country. Yeah. Oh, you want to go be amongst Russians? Yeah. Bye, girl. Yes. Bye, Jamal. Yeah. Go live in Russia and see how that does you. We just yeah. go listen to the Bill Browder interview and see if you want to go live among oligarchs. Yes. You want to go fuck around amongst those guys and then come back and have the protection of this country. Right. And No. No. Yeah, why can't they just send him to the Ukraine? He said he has zero remorse. They said he was remorseless. Yeah, remorseless. That's beyond. So basically, the deal is that this judge and this sentence, which was in Virginia, Mm -hmm. is for strictly tax evasion like Joe Judice. Right. So in D.C. is where he's going to do money laundering and foreign lobbying. And that's that lady judge. Right. The lady judge who told old Roger Stone fucking... Oh, to shut the fuck up. Yeah, she gave him a gag order because right. he was thirst trapping on Instagram all right. night. So she... Can you it, believe her luck? She doesn't play. So Can I, you believe her? They're saying, though, that she could... Like, let's say she's... Because I believe this judge got a bag of money delivered to his brownstone. Yes. Yeah. So let's say she got the same bag of money. Okay. She could potentially, and I think I got this right, 
give him four years and just make it right level with that four years. And he's already so served a total nine of months. Eight. Right. No, not not a total of eight. Like she can make it go simultaneously. Like time served, time served. Oh. Yeah. So he doesn't even get any more than he has now if she so chooses. And he's already served nine months. So he's already only has three more. Well, do you think that she's going to do that? Or is she going to be like sticking it to you? Like, what is she going to do? I think it depends, number one, on his attitude. Because mm. I think she couldn't handle Roger Stone. No. But I think that, like, the probation office in Virginia recommended, not the, even just the prosecutor, the probation office who looks at crimes and punishment mm-hmm. and makes, just like when you have a probation officer, yes. they recommended 19 to 24 years. Yes. This guy gave four. <laughs> yeah. I think this bitch, even if she's not offended, and if he rolls in in his fucking jazzy with uh-huh. his big swollen foot and his gray hair... Uh-huh. And I think she will give what they recommend oh, okay. because she's not playing and it right. only, but if she doesn't, then we know she got the bag of money. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're getting paid. And um, then there's, of course, the question of, um, is Trump going to pardon him? Exactly. Let's hear President Trump, as I like to call him, his, <laughs> his reaction, okay? Because okay. you found this reaction. I love this. I feel very badly for Paul Manafort. Uh, I think it's been a very, very tough time for him. But if you notice... Uh, both his lawyer, a highly respected man, and a very highly respected judge. The judge said there was no collusion with Russia. This had nothing to do with collusion. There was no collusion. It's a collusion hoax. It's a collusion witch hoax. I don't collude with Russia. So I just want to tell you that his lawyer went out of his way, actually, to make a statement last night, no collusion with Russia. There was absolutely none. The judge, I mean, for whatever reason, I was very honored by it, also made the statement that this had nothing to do with collusion with Russia. So, you know, keep it going. Let's go. Keep the well, it didn't. <laughs> that hope. court. Senator Burr said there's no collusion. You look at Devin Nunes and the House Intelligence uh, Commission Committee. They said <laughs> there's no collusion. And guess what? There is none. I mean, talk Devin Nuna. I mean, uh-uh. yeah, no, uh-uh. no shit. No shit. There was no, nobody was talking about collusion in the case. In the whole partic- point was that the judge said this wasn't about collusion. <laughs> exactly. But he didn't say there wasn't any collusion. He said this just isn't about that. Right. Now, do you think Trump is going to pardon Manafort? Because you said right after you saw this, you're like, damn. I feel like he's going to. And now I know that, or he wants to. And maybe it's a thing of like, then they're going to be like, yeah, but if you pardon him, New York is just going to charge right. him. So or- New York, the district attorney in New York got got a whole case together. It's all sitting in a file labeled, use this if Trump pardons Manafort. <laughs> right. So I don't know that he can. He could pardon him, and then I guess he would have to get tried in New York. But I feel that that statement he was giving to the press was his pre-pardon pre-pardon statement you know what i mean like i feel very badly for him he's a good guy there's no collusion i mean the collusion the collusion hoax the witch hoax all of it is just getting ready to pardon him because then he's gonna say he had a rough deal you know right whatever 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 and then he'll he'll pardon him but Maybe they'll talk him out of it, but I feel that Trump wants to pardon. So he can't pardon like a three prong sentence of like D.C., Virginia, New York. No, he can't. I think he can only do federal. Okay. 
watch active measures because if you, you know, just to get informed on all the levels of all the people doing doing all the Russia shit, including Paul Manafort. And and watch Get Me Roger Stone because Paul Manafort is in that too. And it gives you the entire background of Stone and Manafort and how he came to be and what he did and his job and all of it. Yeah. And there may not, you know, there there was collusion. I mean, that's all there was to it. It's like there there collusion is talking and they talk to Russia on right. the reg every day. We know Jared Creepy Kushner set up the back channel. It's all there. It's all there. It's all there. Period. Why they're even talking about it now, I don't understand. It's like whether you want to use the word collusion, conspiracy, talking with meeting, getting together hooking up yeah connecting tissues pay to play i mean they did it all 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 so what are we in bed with them they're in fucking bed with them from from (sighs) jump from from way back when from way way back when in bed with russia period yep okay now we get to keep talking about more rich corrupt white assholes (laughs) over on candidate street (gasps) Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Candidate Street? How to get to Candidate Street? Which way am I going, sir? How to get to Candidate over here by Elizabeth Warren? Yeah, you can get there just by turning on MSNBC. That's how you get to Candidate Street. (laughs) All right, so we are 21 months away from getting rid of Donald Trump. But before we can do that, um, we have to settle... We have to settle on the Democrat that's going to kick his ass. And not only do we need to pick someone who can win, we need to pick someone who's got a plan to fix the broken shit in this country. Every candidate has a different priority for the broken shit, and every candidate has a different plan. Right. So two weeks ago, we did a quick and dirty rundown of the main candidates right now. We phoned it in and we pissed some of you guys off, but we are going to do much more in-depth coverage of each of the candidates as this year goes on Mm -hmm. and their priorities become clear. So we're going to start right now with Elizabeth Warren, who announced on Friday that she has a plan to break up big tech companies like Google, Amazon, and Facebook, which Mm. is fucking amazing, (laughs) okay? How they're not already considered monopolies is absolute bullshit. Bullshit. Bull shit okay twenty dollars on a bullshit (laughs) so basically her proposal would ban companies with 25 billion dollars or more in annual revenue from owning both a platform and the companies that participate on the platform so like google would have to split its search engine from its ad business she also said she would reverse mega mergers like facebook's owning whatsapp and instagram and amazon merch Amazon (laughs) and Amazon merging with Whole Foods and Zappos and Google with Waze. Okay, so she did her only TV interview about this new part of her campaign with Ari Melber on MSNBC. Now, and we're going to play you a couple clips in this clip. She doesn't really explain it in detail, but you'll get the idea. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. (laughs) You have criticized a lot of big banks. Today, you're talking about breaking up big tech. Why? 
So here's the deal. We need real competition in this field. And there's a problem. So Amazon, Google, they own a platform, which is pretty cool, right? Where everybody comes to buy and sell or to do the searches. And at the same time, they own a bunch of businesses that are competing with all those folks who are coming, say, to Amazon in order to sell their goods. And they don't just compete straight up. They compete by being able to keep all of the information from every one of those companies and then decide, oh, I'm going after you and you and I know how much to charge and I know what kind of volume to expect. You know, it's a little, <coughs> excuse me, it's a little oh. <laughs> like being an umpire in baseball and owning a team. My view is you can do one, be an umpire, or the other, own a team, but you don't have to do both at the same right. time. Right, and you want to regulate so they don't just favor themselves. You dropped this plan today. This is your first big TV interview about it. Let's mm -hmm. take a look at some of the reception today. Okay. <laughs> Senator Elizabeth Warren is going <laughs> after up. big tech companies. Warren rolling out one of her big policy planks, breaking up Amazon, Google, and other big tech giants. This is the toughest plan that we've seen to date from any of the Democratic contenders. For a huge shakeup in the tech sector. It's big and it's bold and it's going to be difficult to achieve. Could she really force this kind of breakup? Could she really do it? <laughs> uh, what's bet. the answer? <laughs> the answer is yes. But you know, let's be really clear about this. If you still want to be able to search for coffee pots and look at, you know, 63 choices and get the one that's going to be there in 48 hours, you can still do that as a consumer. This preserves the platform. If you still want to go on Google and find out the capital of North Dakota, you can totally do it. What this is about is about competition. It's about all those little businesses and startup businesses and entrepreneurs who want to put their products on Amazon or on Google and who are at an enormous competitive disadvantage because Amazon or Google, if they like the money they see that you're making because they get all the information, they decide to go into competition with you and put their product on page one and your yep. product back on page six so and kill your business. Kill your business. I mean, she's at South by Southwest right now, which is like the tech the tech portion where Velshi and Rule or Stephanie Rule would be drunk and coming. Ugh. So, you know, like that, like right now it's, she's going to probably be her coverage of her is going to be on Velshi and Rule. So it's crazy that she's taking on these companies because they don't just have a monopoly on digital advertising and shopping and online socializing and shit. They have, like she said, a monopoly on the in on information. They use their search engines and news feeds to control the information that we all use to make decisions. And if they decide that they don't want her message to reach people, they can silence her and raise the volume on the other candidates, just like they Russia did in 2016. So that's why it's like so crazy that she's doing this and making this announcement this early. She's practically saying like, hello, um, silence me. Yeah, it's insane. It's, it's so ballsy. Yeah. It's so ballsy. I have to say that interview with her, um, I fell in love with her all over again yep. in a new way. And I was like, yes, oh my God, yes, 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 yes. And she was firm and just what her knowledge is about that stuff and her explaining it. And the fact that she said, yeah, we can do it. We can totally do it. I was like voting for you. Yeah. And we'll play another clip in a little bit where he talks about like, 
uh, the kind of like risk she's taking by doing this. And she, so after this point in the interview, she went on and she talked about this thing called the dead zone where venture capitalists won't go near startups that would compete with Amazon or Google or Facebook because they'll just die. So that right there is already stifling innovation. Mm-hmm. We could be missing out on ideas that would like change the whole world, but fuck book is ruining it, of course. <laughs> right. And then they hurt other small businesses because they feature certain businesses. So like on Amazon. Right. So if you go on Amazon and like she said, you want to look for a coffee pot. Well, Amazon is making products now and they are their own distribution. But they look to see, oh, this is, oh, people are buying fidget spinners. Oh, people are buying Keurigs. And then they make their own based on what the volume they see going through Amazon. Right. They're... They have all the information they need. It's exactly like Google, too, who puts its fucking restaurant like ratings. And I'm like, get your Google restaurant rating out of my fucking face. I want to see the Yelp rating. I don't want to see the Google rating. Right. And that's completely what they do. And then they grow and grow and grow with these hideous fucking mergers. Like China's (laughs) on ruined Whole Foods. Oh, my God. And then they bought IMDb. Like, why does Amazon own IMDb? Like, why are they in the movie business? I don't know. And what is it about IMDb? They want to control trailers. They want to control what you... I mean... Yeah, because they're in the movie business now. Yeah, they want their actors to be the highest star meter, their shows to have the highest rating. Yes, it's... And then, you know, because Mark Fuckerberg famously, like, went in to buy Snapchat. Snapchat said no. Mm. He offered them, like, a hundred gazillion dollars. Mm. They said no. And he walked out of the room. And this is just a straight up fact. It's everywhere. People will use it as like, get inspired. Don't take no for an answer. Think about when Mark Zuckerberg tried to buy Snapchat and they turned him down. So he just went and turned Instagram into Snapchat. And that's what he did. He stole all of their filters. And when he walked out of there, he said, I will ruin you because they wouldn't sell him their business. He, he told them he was going to ruin them and he walked out and he ruined them. He, he took all their filters. He stole all their ideas. He did all of the things you could do on Snapchat on Instagram. And Snapchat was just like dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. Wow. And he fucked them over. Wow. So half of all e-commerce goes through Amazon. Half. That's why I love Devin Vrana sending the box. I'm like, yeah. fuck you. You turned off your Amazon mm-hmm. like a hero. Straight up hero. Mm. And 70% of all the internet usage goes through sites owned and operated by Google or Facebook. 70%. That is crazy. That means they own 70% of the internet. It's it's fucking insane. And let's not forget they have all of our data. I know. That's what's so gross. They have have all our data. And they don't protect it. No. And they usually they don't. They use it against us. They they use it to sell to us. They use it to sell to other people. All they're doing with our data is making money. They don't care if it's rubles. Right. They don't give a fuck. And it's super tragic. So these companies are so rich and powerful that they then use their power to shape policy in Washington. And basically, Elizabeth Warren, that's like her whole thing. That was like the second part of this interview was about her like promise to end corruption in, in politics we're 100 here for it and here's this clip where she's talking about that let's go to the way the treasury department is run uh-huh because you look at it right now and i'll draw your attention to a very simple illustration okay. under donald trump we could put up on the screen uh you have in the red zone there goldman sachs yes as part of Treasury Department leadership. But if you go back during the Obama era, we checked, and as you know, we had Goldman Sachs, former executives, running Treasury then. You go back to Bush, 
also Goldman Sachs. Mm -hmm. You go back to Bill Clinton, also Goldman Sachs. Mm -hmm. In a Warren administration, would there be a former Goldman Sachs executive running the Treasury Department? Nope. Is that a pledge? Yes. Oh, that's easy. So that's a litmus test. Absolutely. But let me tell you why. The problem we've got right now is a revolving door between Wall Street and Washington mm -hmm. that causes everybody to be on guess for, wait a minute, the next time this Treasury Secretary puts forward a proposal, is it because it really helps the economy, helps the American consumer, helps the American homeowner, or is it because it helps their former and possibly future employer? Uh, let's just do for one second the Gary Cohn example. Love Another this. Goldman yeah. Sachs. You remember. With Trump, sure. That's exactly right. So Trump appoints Gary Cohn. He leaves Goldman Sachs. And Gary Cohn is going to have exactly one job, and that is to ramrod through a rewrite of the tax laws that will profoundly affect Goldman Sachs. So what does Goldman Sachs do as Gary walks out the door? They hand him nearly a quarter of a billion dollars. It's a gift. Is they don't it, have to. Is it legal bribery? I think, I think of it as a pre-bribe. Pre-bribe. Yes. <laughs> so Gary then goes out and guess what he does? He writes a tax law and right. manages to help ramrod it through that benefits Goldman Sachs to the tune of, oh, a quarter of a billion dollars in the first go-round. Uh, and and, what you're and saying, then it's the gift that keeps on giving. What you're saying mm. makes sense and we yeah. have such ripe targets. I think people could understand what you're pointing Insane. to. But what does it mean for the Democratic Party if this was... Also, how Obama and Clinton ran the Treasury. Would you be a fundamental break with that, I guess, well, is the question. The problem, I have written the biggest anti-corruption bill since Watergate because we have a fundamental problem in Washington. And understand, it's a problem that predates Trump by decades. Right. Trump may be the most extreme example now, the pre-bribes of Gary Cohn, for example, but we have a long-standing problem, and that's the influence of money on decision-making in Washington. So this bill has lots of pieces to it, including closing the revolving door between Wall Street and Washington, uh, ending lobbying as we know it, uh, putting a real ethics cop on the beat, saying that the heads of these agencies cannot be trading in right. stocks. Yeah. So as a political matter, stocks. are you basically writing off a bunch of Wall Street money, and then today you're writing off a bunch of Silicon Valley money. Maybe. But this isn't about the money. This is about how it is we're going to make this country work again, not just for the rich and the powerful, how we're going to make it work for everyone. You know, we live in an America right now where Washington works great for giant drug companies. She doesn't even care that she's not going to get, and you can't win. I mean, it's like if you don't have like super PACs and then you go like, mm -hmm. for example, Bernie, Bernie got like $4 million in one night. Yep. She's not getting that kind of money. Nope. You know what I mean? Uh -uh. And I'm going to donate and I know and we're going to give we're definitely going to give Bernie his time. We're going to give Kamala Harris her time. We're going to give mm -hmm. the real contenders. And when they come through with like we thought this was in very interesting. It was the first big. It's a huge actual policy. Right. Like the even like unlike the Green New Deal, it's like very specific it's a bill yeah it's like a it's not an over far reaching you know and i read the plan i read the plan on the blog yeah which she it's her it's going to be part of her campaign mm -hmm. um and yeah it's exactly it's like 
like any company that's over makes over 25 billion Mm -hmm. she's gonna separate like we said she's gonna separate the platform from the businesses Mm -hmm. she's gonna she's gonna go back on all those mergers yep those mergers aren't gonna be allowed Uh and she's definitely gonna appoint like she said um all these like officers who are going to come in and monitor mm-hmm. government officials that will come in and monitor these businesses and these and these companies and corporations. They're going to sit there and watch them. It's like a watchdog. I know that Republicans aren't going to like that because they're going to say that's big government and Too you bad. can't get into our bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? It's time that somebody looked out for, yeah, the middle class, lower class, any other class besides the uber, uber rich. And it's like, these corporations deal with use it. their money to push deal Washington around and own Washington. And corporations are our are, are government. And That's it's right. Like beyond. We do have big government already and they're corporations. Yep. So the bill is called the Anti-Corruption and Public Integrity Act. That one, not the the breaking up of the tech companies. Um since Democrats aren't the majority in the Senate, they moved the bill to the House. And supposedly they're supposed to vote on it this week. The House, they know that they're not. We talked about this right after the House um, Democrats took over the House. Yeah. This is their first big bill that they, you know, they know it's not going to pass the Senate. Mitch McConnell won't even take it to the floor. <sighs> but course. they feel like it makes a big statement on where the Democratic right. Party stands. Right. And, right. Um, and where the House stands, really, too. Yep. Um, but it's about lobbying, special interests, heads of government agencies, owning stock and companies. They legislate campaign finance, voting rights, presidential and vice presidential tax returns. I mean, like Tom Price. Oh, God, exactly. Insider trading. You can't be you cannot be working for the Department of Health and then having s- trading stocks in pharmacies. Yeah. And he's like, like he like bought all these shares in a company. And then the next week, like past legislation that directly benefits right. that company. Right. The corruption is staggering. It, yes, it's, it's staggering. It's rampant. It's it's astounding. It's miraculous. It's unbelievable. And um, Elizabeth Warren is wants to stop it. And maybe it's all pie in the sky. There's got to be a step in there. I want to know whoever I vote for is going to be like, this is going to be important to them. She's also been doing this for 30 plus years and I think that she's going to write a policy that she knows that she that can actually happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which feels good. Even though the Republicans will block it and won't let it happen or whatever. However it's going to go down. They're- I know that she can she has a plan and the plan can be enacted. It's not just if we do if 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 it's this plan is the direction that we it's going to work. There's already antitrust laws like you know we're going to have like AT&T fucking Fox, Amazon. It's like it's like Time Warner. Th- mm-hmm. That was already a humongous merger. Right. And they and they've already had to break up some of these because they're because monopolies are illegal. Right. So, I mean, it's a matter of just these things being classified as monopolies. Right. You know, even like Lindsey Graham asked Mark Zuckerberg like, "Don't you feel like you have a monopoly? Yeah. Don't you feel like right. you have a monopoly?" They are monopolies. They are. Yeah. And so, uh-huh. I think whoever gets in there Needs to take it on at least just that, if if nothing else. Yeah. <sighs> well, I we encourage people to go on and watch this interview. It's you can just Google it, go to YouTube. Um, Elizabeth Warren on Ari Melber. So good. And um, it's like twenty two minutes long. Yeah. Now it's time for so there's that.
Okay, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find something positive that's happening amongst all the shitty-ass shit that goes on every single minute. (laughs) She's done it every week for two fucking years, and it doesn't really seem to be getting any easier. (laughs) But every week that goes by brings us a little closer to the end of Trump, so at least there's that. Right, (laughs) now, now? That's right. But tell us, what is your so there's that moment of the week? (laughs) I had the hardest time. (laughs) Really? Because you got it done early. This was a hard one. It might be a little discombobulated. You know what I mean? But (laughs) it's just going to be all over the place. It might be a little like this episode. But I'm wondering if you can't help. Okay. You know what I mean? Get it a little contained. Cohesive? Uh, I had to. I did have all sorts of moving parts. And then I had to like let some of it go. But whatever. Now. I, oh, it is hard. It's so hard. I'm so sick of immigration and Mitch McConnell and Trump and investigations and Russia and collusion and Don Jr. and men. (laughs) And (laughs) just a never-ending tidal wave of dark matter and jizz, and I just cannot fucking take it. Now, what I didn't realize, however, no offense to any gentlemen listening, no offense, no offense. Uh, what I didn't even realize, however, is that this week was International Women's Day and it just came and went. So I am horrible. I love, compl- I, can't, I don't even, Friday. I'm just the worst, the worst. Those kinds of things are dumb. They're social media yeah. fucking tropes. Right. That's all they're there for. Well, so I'm looking around, looking around. I'm like, oh, jizz, 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 dick, dick, dick. But then I stumble across this dumb vh1 trailblazer thing online (laughs) and it's like trailblazing women and i'm looking at these things and these speeches and i'm like ugh, these ugh, this is so thirst buckety but then what did i see i'm looking i go what it's share share right now well i click on it (laughs) First of all, Cher is an American treasure. So there's that. Even in a Cher thing. (laughs) I have. I'm pretty sure she's a vampire and the queen of the immortal. The bitch doesn't age. She is snatched. And the voice, her voice. And as I got deeper into it, I have to be honest, I was pretty moved. I was pretty moved once I went into this K-hole of what I saw. Now, before we get to that, though, um... The, with the women's stories, whatever, whatever. And it's corn, it's cheese, it's douche flakes, it's pretension, it's self-righteousness, it's child actors, but whatever. But Cher. Cher, 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 Cher. And what is Cher doing? Cher is introducing Nancy Pelosi. Oh, shit. Okay? Another so, American treasure. I was like, Cher, Nancy Pelosi, this is it. I don't know where it's going to go, but I know that this is it. <laughs> so I click on Cher. I'm going to play for you both clips. Okay. Okay? I'm a terrible speaker. And I've rewritten this thing a million times, but I wanted to be here tonight to to celebrate with my hero. Her hero is Nancy Pelosi. Icon used a lot these days describing people like me. Oh. But as far as I'm concerned, (laughs) a true icon is the woman being honored here tonight. They're like, she's right. All she does is sing. The day our founding fathers signed the Declaration of Independence, our country has been run almost exclusively by old white men. Thankfully, because of Nancy How old is and she? other strong 70s. women, this is changing. Mm-hmm. Nancy's a fighter. She's in a she full blonde wig, down. you guys. She muscled through Looking the like Julie Chen in 2008. Not one wrinkle. Not one. With a bully and beat him at his own game. She kind of looks like her mom now. Mm. 
When I see Trump spew his hatred and tell his gazillion lies, I get pissed off, but I also feel really uneasy. Then I see Nancy come on TV and I think, it's all good. Nancy's in the house. Mm-hmm. Literally in the house, mm-hmm. honey. Nancy has dedicated her career to being a fierce advocate for the underdog, for women, for the LGBTQ community, and for the poor. She's the highest ranking woman ever in American politics, and because of her and other strong women like her, soon there'll be a woman president. She gives me hope and courage. She is elegant and formidable, and when I grow up, I want to be just like her. Nancy's like, I'm younger than you, Sheriff. (laughs) No. Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) She's elegant and formidable. So... Nancy Pelosi comes out. She gives her like an award. And then Nance Pelosi gives her a speech. So now I'm going to play that. Let me get some Nance Pelosi on that ass. Honored to receive this trailblazer award from a trailblazer, the goddess of rock. Cher, and thank you for all that you do to make the world a better place. Thank you. And it's a privilege to be with each and every one of you tonight and to share this honor with three extraordinary trailblazing She's women. She's 83. Margaret Atwood, Tarana Burke, and Ava DeVernay. Uh, and also congratulations to our everyday trailblazers, the mayor, Asia Brown, Peppermint, Elisa Liu. Thank you for what you do to empower women and inspire progress in our country. Your work gives truth to the words, when women succeed... America succeeds. As we celebrate International Women's Day, we celebrate a special milestone for America, the election of more than 100 women to the United States Congress. Mm -hmm. The Democratic House is fighting to deliver progress for women and for all (laughs) Americans. These women are fighting to secure paycheck fairness because every person deserves equal pay for equal work. She always does that with her hand. The fingertips. And woman's right to choose every single day. We're fighting to end the scourge of sexual harassment and assault on women in our country because there is no issue that is not a women's issue. <laughs> And we're fighting to pass the Equality Act because we want to end discrimination against the LGBTQ community every place. Thank you, Nancy. (laughs) Thank you, Nancy. (laughs) Thank you. So we need everyone to be trailblazers together to advance a more equal, more inclusive, a fair future for America's future and for all Americans. Thank you all for your courage, for your perseverance, your persistence, your leadership to advance equality and fight injustice. And thank you for being trailblazers and for making a difference. So I will display this honor, this trailblazer honor, with great pride in the capital of the United States of America. That's right, where she's the highest ranking woman in the United States. The fact that she wore, I just can't get over, I just have to throw this in there. (laughs) The fact that she rolled out there in a straight up, almost like a summer, it's like a spring dress. (laughs) It's, it's a, it's a darker blue, but it's lacy in its short sleeve. And you've got Cher standing behind her looking like Leah Black in a full blonde (laughs) wig. And I'm like, Cher is 
covered up so much she could almost be in a black Spider-Man. That is the level. It is neck, the just under the chin, yes. the very yes. lo- longer than the wrist, almost covering the whole hand. Yeah, it's like a vampirical yes. tuxedo. She will not let a thing that's not snatched to be on display. Nope. And here comes old 83-year-old Nance. Arms Pelos. out. Arms, arms out. out. Arms out. 83-year-old arms. Looking good, too, honey. She, she looks great. Like, it's looks fine. Looks great. That's no. what an 83-year-old arm looks like, and we should not. And guess what? It did have a tan. It so did, don't that's even try right. about it. It did have a tan and it was fit and she looks great and there is nothing wrong and she should be proud and she's out trailblazing her fucking 83 year old ass out there. That's right. And she should. And I'm never going to stop singing Nancy Pelosi's praises. And since it was International Women's Day, we want to reiterate what Nance said, which is 100 women were elected to office. And not only is her speech about fighting for equality, but her speech is actually in reality. She talked about the Equality Act. Well, here's what the Equality Act is. The Equality Act would provide consistent and explicit non-discrimination protections for LGBTQ people across key areas of life, including employment, housing, credit, education, public spaces and services, federally funded programs, and jury service. The Equality Act would amend existing civil rights law, including the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the Fair Housing Act, the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, the Jury Selection and Services Act, and several laws regarding employment with the federal government to explain Explicitly include sexual orientation and gender identity as protected characteristics. The legislation also amends the Civil Rights Act of 1964 to prohibit discrimination in public spaces, discrimination and services, <laughs> and federally federally funded programs on the basis of sex. Additionally, the Equality Act would update the public spaces and services covered in current law to include. Retail stores, services such as banks, legal services, and transportation services. These important updates would strengthen existing protections for everyone. In 2015, the Equality Act had the support of three major companies. So the Equality Act, as it is now, is a re they're re um, issuing it. They're trying to reamend it. The Equality Act had the support of three major companies, Apple, Dow Chemical Company, and Levi Strauss. Next week, when they um, bring it to the floor, the bill will have the support of 161 companies. The bill has broad bipartisan support, but of course will remain to be seen what Mitch McTurtle will do. But until then, let's sit safe and pretty, knowing Nancy Pelosi has our backs. And yes, it's a scary time, but it's also an exciting and sexy time with 83-year-old arms. So let's look ahead and remember we've got glamour, we've got humor, and we've got share. So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. We love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Please, please, please sign up for our Patreon podcast if you haven't yet. I can't beg you hard enough. We met a lot of people in Austin who don't even listen to this podcast. They only listen to the Patreon. Right. right. That's right. That is true. And that that's how important it is. Um, 
for our lives and our well-being. <laughs> yeah. So go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and you can listen to two free ones to see if you like it. It's super easy. You can download the Patreon app and listen through that or you can get the RSS feed and put it in your regular podcast player. Something like that. That's what I have. In my podcast player, I can listen to the Patreon podcast and our regular so podcast. So you just put it into iTunes? Yeah. It oh, goes right okay. into iTunes. Um, either way, it's super easy and you got... So there's no... There can't be an excuse of why not to do it because I no. feel like if I was if I was listening to a podcast, I thought to myself, and they were like, "Sign up for Patreon," or they were like, "Sign up for Dasani, our new Dasani mm, podcast." Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "I'm not gonna. What do I have to go? And I have to register on this thing, right? Do a password. Mm-hmm. Then the that podcast is going to be over there on that website. Mm-hmm. But you can put. First of all, my mom does it, so it can't be that hard. <laughs> but you can get the app, or, but you can put it into iTunes, or you yes. can put it in, probably not Spotify. I don't know. Maybe you can. Or you can put it into that, freaking I don't know, but I know it goes right into iTunes. or whatever you use. Yeah. I, yeah, you can. It go, will go right in. It comes right into your app. So it's super easy. And as always, it's been real, and it's been fun. <laughs> but mostly it's been gay, and it's been dumb. And Nancy Pelosi's arms, bitch. Nancy Pelosi's arms. How'd you do, I... See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Want something visual that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. (laughs) Why don't you... Stay for the night. Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania Transylvania
Come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 